Hi guys, how are we doing? I hope we are doing well. Welcome back to the Go Coaching Podcast. Today I've got a guest on the show, I've got Clint Grove, so if you would like to introduce yourself and we'll get started. Hey, George, uh, it's good to, good to be on the podcast. My name is Clint Grove. Um, I'm just a passionate person about wealth, health, uh, health nutrition, uh, all that. I'm a health coach tra- in training, um, but I've been doing fitness for pretty much my whole life, always been very active. So I'm just a big proponent for keeping healthy and having good, healthy mindsets as well. So yeah, man, good to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. It's nice to have you on my on my podcast while I was when I was on yours earlier, a couple yeah. of weeks back. So today we wanted to sort of touch upon sort of topics that you're more clued up on as opposed to myself, my being like personal training, fitness, coaching route, yours being more mindset, um, time for self-positivity, acclamations down that route. So, so if you want to sort of lead the topic in regards to that aspect and we can see where things go from there. Sure. Yeah, I man, I've, um, I've been very interested in, in what the mind can do for the body in a sense so so if you think about what we are as human beings you know we we've got a mind we're kind of carrying around a body in a yeah, sense yeah, yeah um but we and sometimes we just we almost like these heads moving with this body that's just following along we're very disconnected from it and um so you know we really got to get in tune with the whole of us you know from from top to toe from inside to outside and just know that we are part of a big organism really you know, we're part of this universe and we're interrelated in many ways, especially with each other, especially with nature. And um, I think one of the things that we uh, struggle with as the human species is fear, for example, right? So we, we fear to do things. There's always, if you think about fear and stepping out, you, you, you're going to have to make yourself vulnerable in, in certain situations. So fear keeps a lot of people back from making decisions that might be good for them. So you, you think about it, think about it this way. So if if fear was the reason that people didn't do things, but yet some people are doing them anyway, yeah. then we got to the reason that they're not doing it is not because of fear. It's because there, there's some other underlying things that are going on in their thought processes that to not step out of that uh, that, that place of fear. So it's about taking risks. If you're not going to take risks, then you know you're not going to. It, what you, what's going on right now in your life is not going to change if you don't take risks to step out of where you are currently to move into something else. Yeah, massively. I feel as well sort of the generation we're in in regards to social media as well. People don't want to look vulnerable. They don't want to look vulnerable from the outside in. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, a, it's a big thing, isn't it? Like, um, you know, especially... For guys, we can let out our anger in different ways, and for girls, it's a, it's a lot. Uh, social media can be very um, a, a very bad place um, because there's a lot of this compare culture going on. So, you know, uh, yeah, um, it's a place to for people to also feel more fear. You know, like, am I how am I comparing to those around me? Yeah, you know, massively. What, what am I like compared to other people? And there's always that. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty scary. So yeah, um, you know, I think we need to go from a place of of pain to power, you know, so because uh, I've been reading a book by Suzanne Jeffers, so a few of the things today I'll be touching on is from this lady who's, she actually wrote this book 20 years ago, but it's still very powerful for today. Yeah, yeah. And she talks about, you feel the fear, but you just do it anyway. And you're talking about this topic of saying yes to self, it's, um, you've got to get to a place where you, 
you look fear in the face and you say, uh, I, I know that it's scary, but I'm going to do it anyway because I know that it's going to uh, take me out of the current situation or, or whatever it is, right? And so moving from pain to power is, is going from, like pain is helplessness, depression, or paralysis, whereas yeah. power is like choice, excitement, and action, you know? So those are, they're very, very opposite. And where, you know, power here, not it doesn't refer to like being dominant over somebody else, but power refers to how we perceive the world or how we react to situations in life. So it's the power over our reactions. It's the power to do what is necessary for our own self, self-growth, you know? And also the power to create joy and satisfaction in our life. So it's, we have to move from that, the point of, you can almost draw like a line, right? So like you say, pain is this side on the left-hand side and power is on the right. And yeah. you just gotta assess yourself and say, where am I on that path, you know, on that line between pain being all the way on the left and power over my own self on the right hand side. And you, we, can, we can progress, you know, slowly if we really draw it out of ourselves to say, I'm gonna start moving from pain to power. What do, you, what do you think the steps are to take to progress from pain, pain to power? I think there's a few mental steps, like we, we, you know, me and you spoke about this thing called um, affirmations. Yeah. You know? So that's one, one thing. So vocabulary is another one. So for example, if um, if you speak things such as well I can't or you know I, maybe I should do this or or and maybe it's like it's not my fault so you're not taking responsibility so those words I can't should be rather replaced with I won't yeah because I can't implies that you've got no control over the situation or life whereas the word I won't you know puts a situation in the realm of choice. So mm-hmm. vocabulary is using the right words consciously is a good way to put yourself in a in a place of power, even though that power might not be fully realized. But you start to use vocabulary that's more in line with, um, with power, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel that ties back into like atmosphere, the atmosphere that you sit yourself in. Like if you're around an atmosphere where a lot of the individuals are saying they can't, it pulls you down as well. Yeah, I think it's that yeah the negative atmosphere is definitely something to be aware of. Um, you you can't get bogged down by by that. You've got to try and rise out of that. So if you see yourself in a in a problem, for example, don't think oh, it's a problem. Think of it as an opportunity to grow. Yeah. But saying this, I know it's not easy, right? Because even today, this morning, it's funny how when you're going to start speaking about something where you got to utilize these practices of becoming more powerful uh, i found myself quite frustrated this morning <laughs> and i just thought i'm just gonna get the get the anger out and just shout and just jump and um and then i said to myself it's okay Clint. you've got to say yes to the situation because an- another step from going from pain to power is accepting the moment for what it is right yeah. um becky bailey said this once in a book so it's talking about raising children because i've got four kids and <laughs> that'll put Chaos. you in a place, yeah. a, a place of pain, right? <laughs> so so um, she said, accept the moment for what it is. So if you're in a, a bad situation or if something's not going right, it's it's not good to deny it and say and, and try and like put the blinkers on. But it's good to say, okay, yes, it is what it is. Um, let me accept this moment for what it is. Let me learn from what I need to learn from here. Even if it's like a really bad situation, like, 
I mean, the death of, of a loved one is hard. That's probably the hardest thing, right? But you you grieve and you mourn, but you also have to accept it, accept it for what it is. You can't continue 20 years down the line not accepting the death of that person because, you know, death is a part of life. But that's just a very, you know, harsh example. But there are other less harsh examples we can think of where we're in a situation, but we're not really fully accepting that situation. Yeah. But until we fully accept it, then we're on our path towards a more more power, more power from of of our lives. So you're saying you're saying one of the steps to move from that pain point to power is accepting your current situation and then realizing <clears throat> then from there what you need to do to change to get to power. Yeah, and now and I suppose you know it's, it's easier said than done, right? When yeah, we massively. Give all these <clears throat> all these lovely tips on how to move there, but I think there's just some practical things that you know your listeners can go away with today is that everyone's going to face fear so you know it's not it's not like if you think that other people aren't facing fear then then you're wrong right because everyone faces fear like for yourself you had to start your company but it's like the fear of uh what if i don't get clients well yeah of course Every, everything has fear i feel like like you're saying everything have, has fear and and people don't want to do it outwardly but i feel once you do it outwardly like for example when i when i did my my prep for my show i put it out on social media one because i put a lot of things out on social media because i feel people can draw benefit positivity from it but two to stay accountable and it's the fear that it's the unknown i'd never prepped for a show before i didn't know how it was going to go but putting it out on social media meant that i was accountable to it but there is an aspect of fear to it Mm. That's, a, that's also quite a good thing to think to, if you put yourself out there and say, I'm going to do this, you're holding, you're putting other people as your accountability, in yeah. a sense, because you said it, and you've got to do it. Yeah. But th- that's scary, right? Oh, massively, massively. And it's, it's something which, when, when you put it out to, to, to people, you tell people that you're doing it, but it does, it does make you, when you're feeling down, when you're finding things tough, it does make you then question what are you doing? Why, why, why are you finding it tough? And, and it's just that aspect of people realizing what you're doing and it makes you just think that you have to keep on going forward. It just keeps you accountable to the goal, really. Mm. One of the things uh, I'm learning in the, the health coaching uh, business is that when you approach people about, well, people know that they need to change. Yeah. Um, so, and they know what needs to be done in a sense, but there's this, what we call the critter brain, which is always like thinking, oh, the change is coming, uh, beware. And then it tries to get you to run away from, from that change. But us as coaches, we need to try and help people to overcome that critter brain or that, that, that little voice in your head or in your client's head that's saying, um, don't do this because it's probably going to be too hard or mm, something's not going to be, you know what I mean? And, it's, uh, it's kind of like our job to try and talk them through that. So yeah. I don't know how you deal with that yourself. 100%. Uh, it's, it's, it's still applicable to, to the work that I do with the individuals I work with. And yours is ob- obviously potentially slightly different in that it's potentially not all fitness related. But obviously taking someone through a fitness journey, be it weight loss, gaining some muscle... Just, just any change in body composition, performance, um, general fitness. It you still need to have a strong mindset, and that that if that piece of the puzzle is lacking, then obviously it's a huge piece that is going to put you down. Mm. And I feel, I feel there's 
initially building up someone's mindset and getting them in a position where they they know that they can stay on top of their nutrition they can stay on top of their training they can be confident going into the gym again that does come with time but and then over time they build up confidence so they can push themselves more that's that's my job there to 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 keep them accountable and to keep their mindset improving i don't really feel enough people realize that that their mindset if it's the weaker link to the puzzle then then it is going to pull you down and the, yeah, the the body could probably do more than what the mind thinks it can. Yeah, massively, massively, and and you and, probably know a bit about that. Yeah, massively. Like when you're pushing yourself in the gym, going to to mechanical failure, so to training hard, um, you, your mind does always try and give out before your body, and and that's why again tying into atmosphere. If you're around that atmosphere, the strong atmosphere, where people say you can, they don't say you can't. It, it really does push you on and you realise um, that you can do more, you can do an extra rep, you can do some extra weight um, and, and over time obviously your body gets adapts to that and it realises, your mindset realises that you can keep pushing. It's, it's like, it's a muscle, it, keep, it can keep growing. Mm. Yeah, and uh, what people also might not, they probably know a little bit about this because intuitively people really do know the truth about things but they're just gotta be, it's got to be drawn out of them sometimes. But think about um, when your body is strong, it actually creates um, more confidence in the mind, which is, it's a a weird thing, but maybe not that weird. If you think about it, if you think, well, I've got this strong body, therefore I'm feeling stronger, therefore the mind starts to feel stronger as well. And then when you start to feel weaker in the body, the the opposite happens, right? You start to feel a little bit more self-conscious and you're not as um, strong in mind. But that's not the only way to feel strong in mind, but it is a good way to jumpstart that. And you don't need to be like super ripped. You know, you don't have to have six pack muscles. All you need to do is the the feeling of the ability to do something you've never done before. So for example, if I've never been able to uh, touch my toes with straight legs and now I can do it because I've been practicing and stretching my hamstrings, that's that's a, a feat in the physical which helps you to be stronger in the mental. Mm. So, so for people who, who want a, a quick, like a little quick jump into feeling stronger mentally, and try to do something in the physical um, that gives you a boost mentally. And it doesn't have to be some massive feat, or you know, that, that's some kind of world-breaking record. It just has to be something that you yourself know that, well, I couldn't do that before, now I can do it. You know, mm. I couldn't run three kilometers now I can, you know, and there's just that feeling of, yes, I can do this. And the more you start to break those small little goals, those small little milestones in your, your life, the more energy you can gain from those and, and, and be, in, be in a good place. Yeah, massively, massively. And it's, I feel the hardest part about everything, be it fitness, be it, be it just making, trying to make a change is, was literally just starting that's the hardest part yeah but it's yeah. it's it's once you get started and you get into your routine routine is such a fundamental thing i feel that sits at sort of the backbone of most things if you get your routine into place then things are generally going to swing in a better fashion but but getting your routine into place and getting started is the hardest aspect mm. so um, another i've got a few aspects to think to to also put forward with you and you tell me what you think right some people also don't believe that they deserve 
uh, a better life. And that's that's something that is all, needs to be addressed, right? So people think, yeah, I, I could do that, but you know, uh, it's not for me. Mm. In other words, they they're almost seeing themselves as the old person. They can't envision this new person uh, because they almost feel like they're not worth it. Yeah. Because it's that it's that feeling of self worth, you know. How how valuable do you think you are? And I think if if your listeners go away with one thing today, they they must realize that you you're not a broken person. Nobody's broken to the extent that they can't actually fix themselves. Everything that you need to fix yourself is actually within you. The power to fix yourself is actually within you. It, it's it's other it's really maybe hidden deep, and you have to work hard to go and draw it out. Or it might just be you might be one of those who can tap into it easily, but I'm telling you that everything you need in order to gain confidence, in order to break free and to be a more confident person is actually within you already. So, you know, I want, I want you to say this with me. So George, you say it with me. Um, it, it, it goes like, like this, right? So, uh, I know that I count and I act as if I do. I know that I count and as and I act as if I do. Yeah. So when I when I say uh, um, I know that I count, it's in other words I count for something in this world. Yeah. So it's a feeling of I know that I count, and I act as if I do. So actions so, match actions match your intentions. Yeah. So so say that. Let's say somebody says to you like you're a, a young teenager and your mother is going on about you. Mm-hmm. And saying, oh, you never do this and you never do that and you this and like labeling you and you think to yourself, it's a bit of a, of a shaming uh, thing going on. Um, say to yourself inwardly, I count and I act as if I do. You know, that's really powerful to say that to yourself. Well, yeah, yeah. And I've, that's that's positive affirmations as well, isn't it? Yeah. Do you do any um, self-gratification work in the mornings, just being grateful th- for things? Yeah, I do. So I, I try to do it, but it, it, it's quite a habit to try and really enforce because yeah. I, I wake up in the morning and I try and say, I'm so grateful for, yeah. and I try and list at least three things. Um, and then uh, at least once a week, I try and do the six phase meditation by Vishen Lukani from Mind Valley. So yeah. if you guys want to look that up, um, the, it, it's the first one, it starts with um, the feeling of love and how you, you love everyone around you and you spread that love. You almost see it as a light and you spread that light around. Then the next one is gratitude. So number two is gratitude. And you just list the things that you're grateful for, for work, uh, in your in your family and personally about yourself, what you're grateful for. Then number three is like forgiveness. So you forgive others. If anyone's uh, done anything to hurt you, you just let go, right? Mm. Number four is you think about your future your future self and your future ambitions and what you want. And you kind of like draw that into yourself and say that future is mine, you know, and it's like visualization. Um, and then number five is like, what is my perfect day look like? Or how am I going to act today? How do I see that? And then the last thing, number six is giving yourself a blessing saying you are, you are a great person. You can do it. You you count, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it's really like just giving those blessings over yourself. And that's the, the six phase meditation. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I, what, I, what I think I'm going to d- start doing is, um, it ties in with the accountability of social media as well, is every morning um, when you're having coffee, when you're having your breakfast, take a picture of that and then in the corner just write one thing that you're grateful for. 
there's there's a guy I follow, um, a friend of mine who uh, I just met met on social media, um, Jack. I don't know if he's listening to this. Um, he does that a lot on his story. Um, and when I first started following him, I always wondered why. And then over time, obviously, as you as you learn and and you realise it's it's he's just reinforcing the things he's grateful for. Mm. It's amazing because even if you're thankful for something you haven't yet received, it's um, it's a powerful thing to. Th- be thankful for something that you want to receive. Yeah. Right? And that could be, it doesn't have to be a material material thing, but it can be. It can be something material, but it can also be ungrateful for being a strong and confident person. You know, mm-hmm. that, that could be something of a mindset thing. So that even though you're not feeling confident and powerful right now, you give thanks for being that person in the future. So you're kind of envisioning or you've, you're making a, you're looking forward to being that person in the future, which is which is pretty cool. I think I think as well envisioning like visioning yourself going through the steps and becoming someone, doing something, um, getting to where you want to be is a massive step. And it's like like when you're tying it back into fitness, when you're when you're going for that lift that you potentially haven't done before, which is a which is a PB. If you envision yourself doing that lift and moving that weight for the reps you want, you generally mindset gets into position where then you do your set and you reach that goal. I feel envisioning yourself doing the steps necessary is a massive, massive positive. Yeah, definitely. So you you asked earlier, how do you get from uh, like pain to um, to power, right? And we we spoke about a few things, and one of them was like positive affirmations. I also want to talk about the one is taking responsibility, right? Yeah. And taking responsibility is like, okay, um, wherever you are at this moment is, is you, you own it. You have to own it. You have to say, I own the situation right now. I'm in this, maybe I'm in a mess, maybe I'm not. Whatever it is, you are responsible for your current situation. And if you start to think about what are the payoffs for being in the current situation. So, for example, let's say you are in a bad relationship. You've got to think to yourself, why am I still here? Yeah. Why have I decided not to get out of this bad relationship? Then you've got to think about what is it that it's giving me that I'm still holding on to? So the, the payoff might just be, well, I'm in this relationship because it, it, um, being with that person helps me to pay the mortgage or something. So that's the payoff for, for being in this bad situation, right? Once you realize why you're in that situation, what, what, what the reason is that you're there, then you can start to make choices to get out of that situation. Mm. So you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, so it's really honesty about yourself. Honesty is saying, okay, I'm responsible for where I am right now. And then taking yourself out of the situation by fully knowing all the facts about why you're in that situation at the moment, <laughs> which can be a hard thing. Yes, massively, massively. People, are, I don't think, want to admit why they're in a situation do they they what the thing is for a bad situation a lot of the 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 norm thing to do now and and i admit i sometimes do it as well as people myself included want to put blame onto others for why things are bad mm-hmm. and, and i feel once you can accept that the reason something's bad i mean it might not even be because of you but but once you can accept why something's bad and and the steps you can take at the end of the day you're generally the only one that can make the steps better for yourself and you need to realize that i feel and and then start putting the executing those steps Mm, that's right yeah so 
There's also something else um, your listeners might want to know about. It's called the emotional freedom training. Okay. So, do you want to hear about that? Yeah, yeah of course. Shoot, shoot <laughs> away. So, well, it's um, it's called tapping. Actually, I don't know if you've ever heard of tapping, but throughout your body, you've got um, energy flows. Right? Okay. And the energy flows sometimes they get stuck in certain parts of your body. So, in order to, you can do this with um, some some mantras or some sayings. So, for example, let's say. Um, I feel like, like recently I've had a gum problem. I got this blister on my gum and I didn't know what it was. Um, but I had to go see the specialist and they said it was just the root canal problem. So which that I'm grateful for. But before that, I didn't know what it was. And these thoughts come in your mind, like maybe it's cancer or mouth cancer or something like that. Everyone always thinks worst case scenario. Yeah. And so emotional freedom training is kind of like, um, you can say things like when, when I was doing it, I was going, I was tapping on my head, like on top of my crown like this, right? So you're just tapping it like lightly like that, right on top of your head. And you say things like this. You say, I'm excited. I feel energized. My gum is healed. You know, and you, you keep tapping on your head and you say it three times, you mean tapping on your head. So I'm excited. I feel energized. My gum is healed. And then you go by your eyes, just top of your eyes. Yeah, and you keep saying the same thing. So whatever you want to say, you know, I am this, I feel that, and whatever, you, you can make up your own three sentences or two sentences, whatever you want to do, but you tap top of your head, top of your eyebrows, or in between your eyes, yeah. just there, then just on the side of your eyes, so your listeners can't see what I'm doing now, but you tap just on the side of your eyes, on either side, yeah. then just underneath your eyes, so you're kind of going from the top of your eyes there, to the side, to underneath, and then just under your nose. So you're tapping just under your nose, between your nose and your mouth, and then just under your mouth, and then there's three more, two more places, then just over here, right? Where this is your clavicle, underneath your collarbone, yeah, your clavicle, and you're tapping there, and then you tap just in your rib cage on the side here. Just one and side those, or both sides? Both sides, yeah. So do it on both sides everywhere you can, uh, in those places that I mentioned. Yeah. And those are the, the the energy release points to get energy flowing again from those areas and when you do it with like those sayings or the mantras it's really quite powerful so if you find yourself like you're really not coping in a situation and you've tried everything you saying the affirmations you're trying to be positive thinking try and do something physical and this is a nice physical act by the tapping to really just zone out start repeating something it's almost like a meditation right meditation is definitely proven that it can help people yeah so yeah, I, I encourage you guys to try to give that a try, and, and you know, let, let let me or George know how how that mm. works for you. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of techniques which I feel have become more. Um, prominent on social media recently like there's a lot of grounding I saw your I, I, oh, yes. I, I uh, commented on your post the other day walk yeah. grounding um, so, movements like that actions like that which I feel are becoming a lot more pronounced now on social media how did you find the, the grounding? I found that actually very um, what's the word rewarding and freeing I don't think freeing is such a word but I felt free Okay. Yeah. And uh, like I went walking in the forest in Mildenhall, which is actually a very nice forest because it's just nice sandy paths and there's, you know, your feet, if your feet are not used to walking on rough surfaces, <laughs> then that's nice smooth sand is quite nice. Did you, did you get any uh, weird looks? 
Um, there weren't that many people around, so no, I didn't get any weird looks. Perfect timing. <laughs> but uh, I've been running on our, our recreation ground here uh, on the grass, and also, you know, there's not really much people around, but I really enjoy... I've been doing it since I since I spoke to you uh, on my podcast, and you mentioned that, and I thought, you know, coming into winter now, how do you actually get grounded to the to the earth without getting freaking freezing, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you don't you don't have the sunlight exposure. Yeah, and then the the sun's not even there. But um, I think it is empowering. So, uh, you know, you can't feel something like you wouldn't be able to say, oh, I could I could definitely feel it. But you know subconsciously that something is there working to say, yeah, I'm more connected now to nature. I feel a bit more empowered. So I would say, yeah, um, it's definitely something I want to continue doing because I think that the more in touch we are with nature, um, the more we are really being what we are supposed to be biologically. You know, biological humans, probably in the last 100 years, we've taken ourselves out of our environment that we've grown up in for so many thousands and millions of years. You know, although I believe that humans only came about 200,000 years ago, but in those 200,000 years mostly, except for the last 100, we've been living in uh, in a different environment, you know, more outside than what we would have been inside. And now we've kind of swapped that around. So we, we probably were 90% outdoors and then we came in 10% for shelter. And now we're kind of like 90% indoors and then probably 10% outdoors. Well, yeah, because most people's day-to-day, they wake up, they go to work in their car, they go to work in a building, they leave work in their car and they go home into their house. They don't get any sunlight exposure at all. And yeah. and trying to, again, tying back into routine, if you get into the routine of even if you wake up 10, 15 minutes earlier and you just go outside in the sunlight exposure and just stand there, it's going to be a lot better. Mindset's going to be a lot better. Positivity is going to be a lot better. Um, you're going to be in a lot better position. Yeah, definitely. Um, I interviewed um, Dr. Ian Tennant, actually, um, which you, you might want to get him on your show as well. It's really, he wrote a book called Restoring Balance, and he spoke about grounding. And he, he, he spoke about even in England, because you don't have a lot of sunshine. Like, you know, there's been some nice days recently, but this morning was just overcast. Yeah. But even being outside and it's overcast, you still get that. Uh, the, this, the blue or the light that you get from outside, that natural light, is much better than. Uh, artificial light that you get inside okay and, yeah and your body will respond much better to the outside natural light than it will do to internal artificial light so de- definitely even if it's not sunny get outside, get outside. yeah it's 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 something which i know i definitely don't do enough of um but i need to do need to do more of it, it is it is hard eh? i mean and and the thing is we we can't be too hard on ourselves as well yeah. So one thing, one thing we must mention is that we we saying all this stuff and people are thinking, "Geez, but these guys have got it all together." But no, we don't. I mean, no, no one's no one's ever got it together totally, right? No. But don't ever blame yourself, right? Take responsibility for for things that are as they are. So in other words, if I'm not getting outside enough, don't blame yourself and say I'm a bad person. Just take responsibility and say, "Yeah." I'm, I'm not getting outside enough, so I, I own that situation. Now I'm going to make a change. Yeah. So my, no matter what it is, don't ever be in a in a place where you're blaming yourself for things going bad. You know that's that's not a good place to be. Flip it upside down, make it positive. Yeah. Yeah. So you Definitely. take responsibility, but not blame. Don't take blame. No. Well, yeah, I feel I feel as well. Taking blame, it just puts you in a position where 
you just get into that position of I can't because you feel blamed for yourself and then you just feel just feel negative mm. yeah yeah and you don't want to you don't want to be in that in that place um oh the other thing I was going to say because you mentioned it earlier you said um sometimes you're in an atmosphere of negativity and it's yeah. hard to be positive in those times so we're talking today about saying yes to self and being having positive mindsets and you we speak you're speaking about these steps to actually get there we mentioned positive affirmations um which is one and i've got one other little thing we can try a little bit later but the other thing is to always or try not always i say the word always but try to surround yourself with positive books for example yeah and also follow the right people on youtube like or uh, you know this um this mind valley which i mentioned london real there's Georgia Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug there. There's Clint Grove. There's Life Life Shot Podcast. There's Life Shot Podcast. Yeah, and, and so I find that when I listen to a positive um, speak, like talk on um, YouTube, it actually keeps me going. Massively, massively. Yeah. But if you don't ever, then you just never have that input into your life, right? So it's about surrounding yourself with that good stuff. Well, and it's so easy to get caught up with just going through the motions. Like I said, going, waking up, going to work, coming back. And, and it's, it's, it's hard to find time. But once you find time and realize, um, even if you just get up 10 minutes earlier, go to bed 10 minutes later, and just find time to, to be in that atmosphere where you set yourself up positively, you realize what you're grateful for, you realize what's going well in your life, then it'll make a huge change. Definitely, yeah. To focus on what's going well is definitely a good thing. And um, I was going to say, uh, no, it's totally gone blank on my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, what was I going to say? You're going to pause this, right? <laughs> the podcast, are you going live? Yeah, Yeah, I'll, I'll go live with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keep you on your toes. Yeah, um, yeah definitely, man. Um, it's cool. Think, yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. Um, go on to so the 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 um, process that you, we were going to speak about later. What that you're going to touch upon? Oh yes, I was just. Um, it's about focusing. On, like you said it actually. You said um, you focus on what's going well. Yeah. Right? And so when you focus on what's going well, that sets you up for a, a positive in, in environment. But what I found um, good as well, because we spoke about that, I count and I act as if I do. There's a, there's something else that you you might want to. Remember, because it's quite a short and powerful one, and the word power is in there as well. So we spoke about pain to power, right? Yeah. Um, what you can do is you can say to yourself, let's say you maybe you're in a situation where you've got some negative feedback that you felt wasn't uh, necessary or you're feeling attacked or whatever it may be. Or even if you're not in that situation, just say to yourself, I am powerful and I am loved. I am powerful and I am loving. I am powerful and I am loving it. Right, so just they're quite easy to remember. Yeah. So, so why don't you try with me, George? And afterwards, I'm going to take ask you to take a deep breath, and I want you, I want you to tell me how it feels in your body when you do it. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. So I am powerful and I am loved. I am powerful and I am loved. I am powerful and I'm loving. I am powerful and I am loving. I am powerful and I'm loving it. I am powerful and I'm loving it. Now just take a deep breath and think about that as you breathe in. How does it feel when you take that breath? It feels. I don't, it feels very, very relaxing. Very, 
you realise the position that you're in, you realise the positives. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm Energizing, gonna, isn't it? Yeah. Even if it, I feel starting your day with things like that, starting your day with the phrases like that, starting your day with just putting your mind in a positive position mm. is a lot more beneficial. Because I feel a lot of people, I know I do it, the, the minute your alarm goes off, you pick up your phone, turn off your alarm, you see notifications, then you just end up going through Instagram, Facebook, um, the news where you see negative headlines, you see bad, bad, bad um, things that just then put you in into a position where you feel everything in the world is is just negative. And if you can put that aside and go through positive affirmations, go through those phrases, and start your day on a positive note, um, it makes a big difference. Definitely. Um, you know, you speak, we're speaking about a lot of good things here today because we. We, as humans, as we're the only like kind of creature that really gets ourselves into bad situations by our own account. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're putting, yeah. We're kind of putting ourselves in our in our own worst place that we can, right? And so when we talk about these steps to 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 getting out of that place, that's very powerful because when you wake up, don't check your phone first thing. No. You know, don't look at the news first thing. Get into a place where you're going to be in the quiet. If you've got kids, wake up before your kids. I do that. Otherwise, you just never get that rest for your mind. You wake up, you get into a quiet place, and you just be with yourself. And and a lot of people just can't be with themselves for a long time. No. They're not comfortable being with themselves alone. Being in your own thoughts. Yeah. So so be with yourself and, and speak positive things over yourself. Try that six-phase meditation or just do positive affirmations in the morning. Um, or meditate, don't think about anything. Do a mantra. Uh, say the same word over and over or just be still and you know there's different ways to meditate but do something where you're just in stillness even if it's just breathing exercises I do breathing exercises which are really good the other thing is trying to get back to um, like nature is really really good way to, to to definitely get out there and go forest bathing you know you've heard of that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, uh, you hear a lot about it now so grounding is something you can do in while forest bathing and I, I tell you what people think that oh, it's, it's for the hippies or it's the new ages or whatever it is no it's just something really as human beings as creatures of this earth we need to really be in touch with nature if we don't ever get out into nature we'll never understand nature you know mm. and we, we, we don't want to preserve something that we don't understand either so the more you're out there the more you connect with it the more you're going to start feeling whole as well the better for your well-being so it's almost like a no-brainer, like, okay, yes, I need to make time for doing those things which are going to be beneficial to me. Because you, you, in the, if you keep doing the same things that you've always done, you're going to get the same results. Yeah. And you mentioned, you said, well, people wake up, the alarm goes off, have breakfast, to work, back again, watch TV, go to sleep, same thing the next day. Yeah. If that person is looking for a change in their life, or something different to happen, Nothing different is going to happen if they keep on behaving the same way or doing the same habits or making the same choices. So you start to Im implement habits that are going to take you one step closer to being that person that you want to be. Massively, massively. And I feel like, again, that routine, like, for example, um, one of the individuals I was working there was struggling to find time to fit in exercise into their 
schedule. So we sat down, we went through their diary, we penciled in, we put put times in where they can they can fit exercise in. And I feel if people put things like this, they wake up the positive affirmations at this time. And for, I know for at least for me, I like knowing what I'm doing at the specific times throughout the day. And if you can pencil things like this into your diary, um, you can then set yourself up for for a positive positive day. Definitely, if you if you honor your diary, then you're doing a good thing for yourself. Massively. Yeah. So you say, okay, I'm putting this in the diary, and then I'm sticking to it. So you you're honoring yourself by honoring your diary, and you really um, and, and a key point about that is to value. If you if you put value on something, you will make time for it. So it's a matter of getting people to place value on such things as positive affirmation or tapping, you know, what's the value of that? Does it bring me value? What's the value of me going to gym? What's the value of me taking responsibility for my actions? You know, what's the value of me doing breathing exercises or Mm. meditation? Once people get a small taste of the benefits of doing these exercises, of doing these practices or whatever they may be, they start to build a confidence that I can invest my time in that. People say, well, I don't have time, but it's not true, and you know this. People have got time. Everyone's got 24 hours in a day. You know, what are you doing with your allotted 24 hours? If you think about how much time you spend just flicking through social media. Oh, massively. You know, just, just calculate that, right? <clears throat> I've, I've, doing that. I, I know that I, I, it's easy to get caught up um, spending too long. I, I put a reminder on, <clears throat> on Instagram that pops up saying I've been on it for an hour in the day. And when the hour comes up, I try and set my phone aside, um, answer clients on, on WhatsApp, um, but then apart from that, try not to use social media. It's, um, it's very responsible as well. It's very good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, wish, I wish more, you know, I wish I could also be a bit more like that as well, where I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curb my usage of, of this and that. But um, yeah, I think we, again, we can't be too hard on ourselves and it takes small small incremental steps will get you to where you want to go. You don't have to make massive changes. So you're listening to this today like, oh, my word, I'm so far from where I want to be. You know, That's a positive. Fu- yeah. I mean, this me in the future it, it seems almost impossible. But you just, you know, there's a, what's that Chinese saying? I think it's a Chinese one that says, if you want to eat an elephant, you take one s- small bite at a time. Massive. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know, it's, it's a positive because it means that you have to put in the work and you will eventually get to that position. Yeah, and and you you know that from from coaching people in fitness. I mean, if they want to push a hundred kgs on a bench press, it's you don't go from fifty to one hundred. <laughs> no, no. There's a there's a there's a proven set of steps that we take, and and that's that's the process that is necessary. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think we've got a, a very good amount of value. Um, very good podcast. I like. I, I'm going to start finishing each podcast with yeah. a quote um, from the guest on the podcast. Um, so, so what? What's a quote that that means something to you? Um, I'll put you on the spot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's cool. Well, I like the quote: um, "Feel the fear and do it anyway." And that's actually the title of the book I was reading because she. She, she coined the phrase, Suzanne Jeffers, um, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I think I'm a good 
proponent of that, or at least I'm a good example of that. And you can ask my wife. She says, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I just jump into things and just do it. And, it, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice quality to have. And, uh, and I really encourage others to, to take risks and to stare that fear head on and say, I, I know that that's there, but I'm going to take the risk anyway. And it's, it, it is that um, step, bold step of uh, vulnerability, saying this might put me in a place of vulnerability, but I'm going to do it anyway, you know, and be strong enough to, to take the backlash if there is any backlash about what um, choice you've made. Yeah, massively. I like that. I like that very much. I feel that's that can be a positive because um, you dive straight in. Also, it can be something that you have to be aware of as well because you need to realize the positives and negatives before diving in. Yeah, because you can't, you can't just go in thinking everything's going to be rosy. Because no. if you start making choices that uh, affect other people, even though you know it's the right decision, yeah. some people are going to be used to you being the you that you've always been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you start to make changes about the you that you've always been, some people are going to say, hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like that a lot. It's a very yeah. good quote. Very good quote. Yeah, that's it from me, man. Awesome. So thank you very much, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, as always, I'll link your uh, Clint's social medias in the in the description box, um, and we look forward to hearing. Uh, we look forward to recording the next one. Thanks a lot, guys.